Hey, this is Courtney James Clark from Jurassic World, and you're listening to Atomic Geekdom. Atomic Geekdom Podcast. My name is Dave, and joining me tonight to talk about all things spooky and creepy and paranormal is Jenny. Hi. And we're going to go easy on Jenny because she is feeling quite pickish. Pickish. I'm I'm in rare form. (laughs) Plus there's like 5,000 dogs barking behind me, so I have a soundtrack. To fantastic, see this fantastic. <laughs> and on the other side... Jenny the- coming live from the Iditarod. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Chiming in on his own without being introdu- introduced is Butch Deadlift. Yeah. Spooky hello, everyone. <laughs> Spooky hello. Otherwise known as Danny, if you're following along with these awesome Mystery Science Theater 2000 names. Uh, did I did I tell the story of how I once sat down and wrote all of those names down? No, somebody did because that's how I got them, copied them, pasted them, put them on my computer. Yeah, I put them on TV.com, if anybody remembers that, <laughs> on the episode page of that Mystery Science Theater 2000 episode. Is it it's now, called Space Mutiny. Is it now TV2Me or Tome.com? I, I don't – oh, right. It did change to that. Back when I was – it was TV. It might have been TV to me when I was posting on it, and now it's just TV.com, I think. Uh, yes. Anyways, we're not here to talk about TV tomb, tome, tomb, TV to me, TV.com. To me. Now Wikipedia <laughs> just fills that gap. <laughs> we are here to do our third volume of our paranormal stories. Uh, we've done two of these before, and they're kind of fun. I, I enjoy them. To hear about your guys' submitted stories, we got a bunch of stories from Reddit. We will withhold the usernames just because no one ever said that they're giving permission for me to say it out loud, although I did forewarn them that that's what it's for, but we're just going to avoid it altogether just so nobody gets mad. Uh, so these are stories that people have submitted on Reddit to us. <clears throat> and um, yeah, so I'll start and we'll go from there. Woo! <clears throat> this is real. Everybody set your moods in whatever room you're in. Right. Light your candles, get your Ouija board ready. Ouija board, indeed. That's how it's pronounced, dude. I know, it's I so know. stupid. Ouija. Ouija. Um, okay, so this first one's really short. Uh, for two years, my mum, so I'm assuming this is a British, British lass, uh, my mum had a recurring nightmare in which the mirror at the end of the room facing my parents' bed would turn transparent and there would be a man standing behind it. When redecorating, they removed the mirror from the wall to find a hole behind it with a small empty room leading to nowhere. That's the whole story. That's the whole story? Okay, so I have so many questions. So the mirror would go transparent? (laughs) Like, the mirror would go transparent, and it would reveal... Okay, in this... A guy was living in the room, supposedly, is what they're thinking? Or they think it was a ghost living in this room? Or Sure. I don't know. It's still spooky. It's spooky, but I'm just thinking, so it was a mirror on the wall. Was it two-way glass of some kind? (laughs) So that if a certain light shined through... At some point, it just went transparent, and there'd be a man standing behind it. So it's, yes, it's a cop. It's a cop. Oh, okay. They're being interrogated. It's, like the, it's that episode of Buffy where, like, she sees glimpses of, like, people from, like, the hospital walking around and stuff when she's crazy. Oh, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Maybe it's just a sick, demented mirror mirror on the wall who's the fairest of them all. You're actually a dude. <laughs> right. Yeah. The fairest, the man version of you. <laughs> <laughs> That's the fairest of all in the land. I like though, like mirrors are kind of creepy in the right environment. Like there is something. I mean, you can get distracted by them because you can think you see something, but it's just your reflection moving. Especially but if you're part cat. There's something weird about it. If you're part yeah. cat, right? Yeah. yeah. Cats can't handle mirrors. No animals can. True story. 
My dogs yeah. can't handle it either. If they're eating like a bone or a pig's ear, they lay right in front of it and then growl at themselves because the other <laughs> one is eating the same pig ear. Oh, animals are dumb. That's funny. <laughs> they're spectacular. That's why dogs. we keep them around. <laughs> they protect you when there is weird paranormal stuff. They're the first to know. Maybe that's so. why those dogs are barking in your neighborhood. It might be. It's freaking Slender Man or something back there. We are summoning the spoops, so. <laughs> Not in my house. <laughs> All right, Jenny, you're up. All right. I like that this is Jenny lived in the Hollywood Hills, and this happened in the 80s. Well, that, no, Jenny was me. Jenny's that's your a, name. A you heard the disclaimer at the beginning of the podcast, right? So much cold. <laughs> I kind of like it. I'm going to read this, though, as if it's me. I lived, <laughs> in, lived in the Hollywood Hills. Hills. That's how you should. <laughs> there was a crazy knocking at my door at 9 p.m. I go to answer the door, and there's this lady there, just hysterical, talking about, there's so much blood. <laughs> she looks normal and is dressed in clean clothing, so I let her in. I'm like, hey, come on in. She tells a story about seeing someone get stabbed. I called the police, and two uniformed LAPD officers arrived ten, after 10 minutes. They take a look at, they take the lady away and tell us that she has been reported missing and has a mental condition and lives up the street. All good. Totally fine. 30 minutes later, another knock on the door. Two different cops this time responding to a call. They have no idea who the other two cops were. Take our information and statements, descriptions of the officers and the lady as well. Radio conversations back and forth ensue, and they really don't have any idea how the other cops could have picked her up because they were given the call 40 minutes ago. So so we have a mysterious woman being taken away by ghost cops. <laughs> a mysterious woman talking about blood and then ghost cops, and then she's been dead for 10 years. <laughs> Right. This is like men in black. And the cops were dead for ten years and nine minutes. Oh I love it. It would though. I mean, that would be an awesome way just to mess with somebody. It's be the second cops. Like yeah. like 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 the cops came, took her away, they were all fine with it, but you show up in like a cop costume and just like, wait, what are you talking about? Right. We just got the call. We're the only police on shift. I keep picturing the guys from that movies. We are cops, or you know. Oh, let's be cops. Let's yeah. Be cops. <laughs> That's a great prank. I should pull that on somebody. That's good. That's such a specific. You have to really eavesdrop on somebody to get that prank to be pulled off, though. Yeah, you gotta. <laughs> well, yeah. not only that, but if they actually call nine one one, then you're then you're kind of screwed. Well, you could do the whole thing. Like you could set up. Well, yeah. Uh, you'd have the lady and the two first cops be part of it, and then the two other cops be part of it. So, and then you disconnect her home phone right. and make sure she doesn't call from a cell phone. Or, so she calls she the fake nine one one. Or the crazy, the crazy lady goes, "I was able to get a cop to call. I give them your address. They're on their way. Just can I hide out here or something like that?" Because then you wouldn't call the cops because you know the cops are already coming. All right, now we're just giving away too many details to when we pull this on Tom. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. I All right. It. All right, Danny, you're up. Okay, here's mine. All right. All right. So this person had to take care of uh, – okay, I'll just, I'll just read it as I. Yeah. I had to take care of my mentally handicapped cousin a few years back. She could get around well enough, but due to severe arthritis in her knees and ankles, she had to be watched, helped into the bath, shit like that. I would go into her room in the morning, help her to her walker so she could piss and make – okay, thanks, person – and make her <laughs> breakfast. Um, one morning, I heard the water running in the bathroom and went to check it, check it on her. I had to pass her room on the way to the bathroom. When I did, I saw that she was in her rocking chair in the corner, her blanket over her head, and she was rocking back and forth. What are you talking about? I am your daughter. Um, right. <laughs> don't leave the water on. You're going to flood the place. I went into the bathroom to shut the faucet off, and my cousin was there washing her face. I immediately ran back to the room, but it was just her blanket crumpled up in the chair. My cousin wanted to know why I undid her bed. I didn't stay too long after that. <laughs> Dude, that's nuts. <laughs> that is pretty crazy. Yeah, but if she was like super arthritic and couldn't move in the first place, why is she in the bath? I would be more concerned of how'd you get in the bathroom and why have I been slaving over you for weeks? Well, clearly the person in the chair up. helped her first. Right. <laughs> that's that's crazy. Hey, you lunatic! Don't leave the water on. You're gonna flood the place. Oh, sorry, ghost. <laughs> I didn't mean to yell ghost. at you. It wasn't your fault. Oh man. 
All right, oh, this good times. Let's see here. Uh, let me just double check. Okay, this one's kind of long, so wanted to make sure it was worth reading. I was at a mate's house spending the night when I was in middle school. As expected, we'd stay up to all hours, which didn't matter most of the time, except the bathroom was right near his parents' room. About the only time we'd get in trouble was when someone would wake them up when nature called. <clears throat> to avoid this, we'd go out the basement door and just pee in the woods. A lot of peeing involved so far tonight. There's so much <laughs> pee. Uh, the door and blood. The door stayed unlocked most of the time because we'd managed to lock ourselves out more than once. This was also compounded by the fact <laughs> that we... Smart kids. <laughs> yeah, right. Just all of this not to get in trouble for going to the bathroom in the middle of the night. This was all... This is all compounded by the fact that... You've been peeing in the woods. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right. This is also compounded... losing it. (laughs) It's late. (laughs) This is also compounded by the fact that we'd all wander out and find something to do in the woods on a regular basis. This night, his older brother was home and kept barging in the basement door and raining chaos from above, so we decided to lock the door just to deter him. Not that it would really... Not that it really would have kept him out, but at least he'd have to use the key, and that took barging in fun out of it. Uh, About midnight, we heard the handle jiggling and didn't think much of it, figuring it was his brother. After about five minutes of off and on handle fondling, fondling, we finally hit the door and yelled for him to stop. Quiet. No response. No more clattering of the handle. Great. We can move on, right? Well, about ten minutes later, it started again, and the process repeated. This went on for about two hours, until finally, after telling him to stop, we just said, screw it, and ignored it. He continued for about thirty minutes after our last attempt for him to stop, and then just gave up. Well, fast forward to about nine a.m., we were just stirring, and one of my mates had to go to the bathroom. If you've ever had a sleepover like that, there are bodies strewn wherever, there's space, and once the first person starts walking around, it kind of stirs the nest. We all started stretching and making our way to relieve ourselves of all the soda we'd binged on the night before. As I go walk outside, I grab the door handle to close it behind me and notice it felt rough. After looking at it, I saw that the space around the keyhole was all but destroyed. There were giant scratch marks on every surface and the metal guides were bent and skewed. I asked my friend that lived there what had happened, and he said it was the first he'd noticed it. Not really wanting to get blamed for something his brother did, we went upstairs and told his parents about the night before. After his dad went down to see what we were talking about, he went completely white and ran upstairs to call the cops. Evidently, someone had been trying to force the lock open while we were all inside. That's actually happened to me more than once on different occasions. What completely freaks me out about this time was that this person knew we were in there and that we knew someone was trying to get in. Even so, he repeatedly tried to force his way inside. God knows what sort of person that was. Hmm. Wow. It's a crazy neighbor. That they didn't invite to the sleeping the sleepover. Yeah, he's just mad. He's just like, guys, I want to do stiff yeah. at the board too. Why is the feather stiff at the board? <laughs> uh, yeah, that's what, that's what boys do. <laughs> yeah, they they do do crazy sleepover stuff. Oh, braid each other's hair. <clears throat> All right, good talk about boys. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Jenny's turn. I still like reading these all as if they're me, so I'm going to keep it going. <laughs> sure. Oh, the, and this one, the, you got a puppy. You're the narrator. I, it's me. Danny, it's me. Okay? Oh, it's right. No, sorry. You're right. It is Jenny. <laughs> this happened to Jenny. <laughs> all right. So here's how it went. My boyfriend works late, the late night shift, and I was asleep alone in the house. I get woken up in the middle of the night by my puppy whining in the living room. And I assume it's because he wants to go outside, which happens all the time, by the way. And you don't get a good night's sleep. But anyways. No. Um, so I'm just about to open the back door. And when I hear this weird scratching, clicking sound at the front door, like someone with a stick or something in the lock, I go to check on it. And I see that there's a silhouette of somebody standing there through the window of the door. I then notice that there's a second figure in the living room window, although it's too dark to make out any features. I know they can see me because I didn't have the blinds at that point, And they just stood there. I was totally freaked. And I called the cops cops and then my and then my dad i huddled in the kitchen out of sight of the window and waited for someone to come my parents live across town and showed up before the cops they were gone at that point but the neighbors across the street were up and saw the car i ended up staying at my parents place that night and when i came home the next morning i noticed the basement basement windows was 
partially kicked in. I got a security system installed the next day, and I still have no idea who it was. I mean, I think, okay, so that's just the general, like, creepy because someone yeah. was breaking into your house. Which like, was creepy. But my but, story was similar. I mean, yeah, it was. But that person sounds way crazier than the, this guy. These guys probably were just burglars, you know? They didn't know anybody was home. They tried to break in. Yeah. I mean, and given, and <clears throat> given they're, it's scary, like, if you were in those situations. I've, I've told people about when I used to nanny out in the middle of the boondocks. It's like, there's things that will completely get under your skin and you'll blow out, up into, like, huge proportions with creativity of, I'm going to die. So I, I get where these people are going, but I, I get more scared of those. Like, Have you seen that new trend where everybody's doing the two-sentence horror stories? Those are way more scarier. Just saying. There's one like kind of like that. It's like, I woke up and there was a photo on my phone of me sleeping. I live alone. Way scarier. Just saying. Or being the last man on earth sits alone in a room. There's a knock at the door. Right? <laughs> that's a great that's, one. That's a really good one. Did you just make that up? No, that's oh, a, that's okay. like that's Twilight Zone, I'm pretty sure. That's I really good. Yeah, or something like that. That's like a classic horror idiom. Oh, that's horror. not a, that's not even a new trend. I just googled it. That's been going on for years. It looks like this two sentence scary story. Yeah, they're awesome. Like <laughs> Here's another one. one. I went to the my- polls. I voted for Donald Trump. I <laughs> am. <laughs> <laughs> no, the worst one is I went to the polls. Hillary won. <laughs> on both accounts there we covered both sides <laughs> yeah. there we go bipartisan two liner one though that I, I absolutely love is that she kept wondering why she has cast two shadows there's only one light bulb Ooh. that one's awesome alright well maybe we'll re- for twin who died at birth <clears throat> maybe right. we'll read a couple more of these at the end if we have some time <laughs> alright okay. Danny, right, Danny. Danny you're up <clears throat> I have a story that didn't happen to me, but rather my dad, my friend's dad. This guy isn't the type to bull crap, so I believe him 100%. I'm going to edit those curse words uh, <laughs> in my story because I'm a foul mouth fool. Uh, my friend's dad, we'll call him Jack, and his brother, we'll call him Jack. No, uh, Tom. <laughs> well done. <laughs> we'll call him Tom. Uh, Live with each other in the 80s. It was just the two of them living in the house, no one else. So this one night, Jack is coming home at night and walks into his living room to see a bunch of old people sitting around talking. As he walks in, they all just quiet down and awkwardly look at him as he walks by. He doesn't see Tom anywhere, so he assumes Tom went, went back to tend to his guests. Jack, Jack has work the next morning, so he goes in his room to get some sleep, but is kept up from all the people talking. He walks out from his room and is promptly met up with Tom, who's coming out of his room to tell Jack to keep his friends quiet. However, Jack was coming out to tell Tom to keep his friends quiet. They walk out of the hallway into the living room, only to see that it's empty with the leftover smell of musk. I wonder if this is actually Tom in this story. That is like, sneaky. Tom and his brother, Jack. Right. (laughs) I get yeah, that's pretty spooky. I mean, like, I would immediately assume I walked into somebody else's house. Like, I've had that happen where your roommate has like a friend over, and you've never met them before, has a bunch of friends over, and you come home, and it's the most weird thing on the planet because you're just like, well, I was gonna go take off my pants and just go to sleep, <laughs> but now there are people in my house. <laughs> I better not. Yeah, I better not. I suppose. <laughs> do you guys? think they're ghosts or do you think they're just really psychopathic people that like messing with people i think there is a group of elderly people who like to break into people's homes and have a weekly canasta game i think they're uh, psychopathic ghosts or people ghosts of psychopathic people they're ghosts of old psychopaths i like to think that it's just a group of bunko players that needed a place to stay (laughs) it could easily have been replaced by a bunch of dogs playing poker oh now that now you're talking now that's not scary at all. That's adorable. <laughs> that would be adorable. All right. All right. All right, my turn. All right. Um What do you think hold on, what do you think the old people smell like? Musk. Mothballs. But what kind of musk? Like are we talking like brute? Do they all smell like brute? I'm talking like Walgreens perfume musk. Oh, okay. Sorry, yeah. Dave, go ahead. That was oh, really important. That's fine. It is. Uh, so about two years ago, I was in my room reading a book when I hear it. Soft as ever, two little girls giggling. Not just any giggle. It was the kind of giggling you hear in horror movies. I immediately put down my book. 
and listened. After about a minute of holding my breath, I decided it must have come from outside. Then, that night, just as I'm about to drift off to sleep, I hear it again. Two little girls giggling. Now, it was 2 a.m., and I was pretty damn sure that these there weren't two little girls outside my window at that time of night, so I began to freak out. I sat up in my bed and waited for what felt like forever, just listening. Then I hear it again. I jump out of my bed and go spend the rest of the night in the guest room. By the next morning, I was convinced my room was haunted. For the next week, I avoided my room and spent my nights in the guest room, unbeknownst to my family. I was afraid to tell anyone for fear I was going crazy or they wouldn't believe me. But every time I spent <clears throat> more than an hour in my room, I would hear those two little girls giggle. By the end of the week, I was a mess. I could barely sleep and was terrified of my room. Then one morning, my brother walks up to me and says, You deaf or something? Obviously, I was confused. And after further questioning, he tells me about this small device he had placed in my room. Apparently, it's like some sort of prank device that's easily hidden and can make a variety of different noises. My brother, however, chose the creepy little girl giggling sound. He wondered why I hadn't heard it or said something about all week, and I just wanted to punch him in the face. So my room wasn't haunted after all. Moral of the story, sometimes your brother is just an a-hole. <laughs> that reminds me of that part in Psych where, <laughs> where Sean reveals that he had planted uh, a walkie-talkie in Gus's wall when they were working on dry <laughs> and pretended to be the ghost of an Indian girl looking for friends. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I never told anybody about that, Sean. It's <laughs> a plot of poltergeist, Gus. <laughs> Kids outside like two in the morning. I don't care what it is. That's some creepy stuff. That brother is an a hole. Yeah, no, I ain't getting involved in that mess. Exactly. <laughs> you and I, same wavelength there. Nope, that's uh, a that's a move situation. I'm gonna move yeah. now. Uh, all right, I'm gonna go way back when I was delivering newspaper in a fairly rural <laughs> area. <laughs> was it in the summer after you graduated high school? <laughs> <laughs> it was. It totally was. Check this out. One night, it's like pouring down rain, and I'm driving down this dirt road. That is, it's a dead end, so it's like to a farmer's house. I've been down this road a dozen times, and I know the routine. I drop the paper off in the box and end up at at the drive. <laughs> Whipping <and> shit. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> just sort of things just make me laugh. I've never. It's heard also like I don't. I don't know the last time I saw that word in writing. That phrase in I know, writing. It took me off. Okay, let me reiterate. <laughs> Drop the paper off in the box, and at the end of the drive, whip a shifty <laughs> back up the road and off to my next stop. That is some great writing right there. All right, this time as I'm getting out of my car to place the newspaper in the holder, I see a man in the ditch wearing a, a drenched white shirt running at me as fast as he can. He's got within 20 feet of me, and I could see what it, what my mind pictured to be a hatchet or an axe. I had never ran so hard in my life. Yeah, if somebody's running at you with a hatchet or an axe, there's not time for questions. I ran it's back like they're around swatting the at a bee car, above your head. In, yeah, jumped in and took <laughs> off. Everything happened so fast that I almost didn't realize where I was. It must have been about 5, 10 miles later that I attempted to call 911. No signal using my Motorola flip phone. Yeah. I like that he's throwing some advertisement in there. In the middle of nowhere in the year of 2000, I had to stop at the farmer's house to call the police at 2 a.m. Turns out the guy killed himself within an hour of his run with me in the uh, wooded ditch. I had not thought about that night in a long time. Kind of rattled nerves again just thinking about it. So are they saying that this guy was about to kill himself, but instead ran at him with the axe? And when he ran away, then he went and killed himself? He's like, oh, forget it. <laughs> oh, well, I got to get some killing in today. Right? jeez, <laughs> oh, Louise. Spooky! Yeah. No, that's that's terrifying. <laughs> right. That's like the story of the guy on the bus who like started eating that lady. <clears throat> Nobody yeah. remember that one? No. no, the bus in Toronto. Oh man, there was like a bus in Toronto, and it was like it was around when that like bath salt stuff was happening, and uh, people were convinced that this guy was like on bath salts because then he like attacked a guy, stabbed him, and then tried to start eating him, um, on like a, a greyhound in the middle of nowhere in Canada. Good times, happy sweetest oh, day, yeah. everybody. Happy sweetest day, <laughs> spooky sweetest day. Uh, <clears throat> All right, so here Yours we go. Yours is more of a creepy thing than it is uh, paranormal. Right. Super serious. Lemon face, lion face. 
When my aunt was in college, she did, damn it, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> when my aunt was, when, was, when my aunt was in college, she took a night lab <laughs> class that would let out, that would let out late. One night, she was walking back to her car, and someone came up behind her, pressed what's, what's, what, pressed that something into her bag, and told her to keep walking. Suddenly, a man. Ca- coming toward her who she had never met before looked at her threw open his arms for a hug and said how are you i haven't seen you in so long then he whispered play along he has a gun my aunt immediately played it played along hugging back acting acting excited to see the stranger the guy who was behind my aunt quickly backed off and walked away the hero took my aunt to the nearest emergency alert posts pushed the button for her and told her to stay put while he went to get helped he never returned what <laughs> i don't understand the part about the he never returned like, that it? sounds like a okay. That sounds like a two man wallet stealing con. A con, yeah, yeah. That's what that sounds like. Did she still have a purse at this point? I've always wondered. Bag? Like in the beginning of uh, Pulp Fiction, when they talk about that story about the guy that walks into a bank and says, uh, "They have my children. I'm supposed to come back with the money, or otherwise they're going to kill my family." Mm-hmm. Like, I wonder how many times that's been attempted. Uh, they did it on an episode of Psych. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, they did yeah, everything. Everything with you coming back to Psych. Did you just I, recently- I, I I did watch some psych recently. Okay. That may or may not be what it is. Sure. Right. <laughs> um, no. Okay. So that seems like, uh, yeah, that's super weird and super strange, but it also could just have been something like that. Yeah. Or the guy just is just like, I'm going to go track this guy down and beat the crap out of him. We don't need the cops involved or whatever. Then he leaves and never comes back. He t- he doesn't need to be a hero. He's the hero Gotham deserves. He probably should not have left her there by he herself. He shouldn't have. Like, who, how far away was this pole? Like, he's yeah. still out in the open. All right, so here's the spooky subway story. Oh, yeah. Not about I hope subway. It's about a rat eating pizza. Nope, nope. It has nothing to do with subway, like the train. Subway, the sub shop. Oh, no. I don't like where this is going. <laughs> I supervise the night crew, four to midnight, at a subway. The day crew has never mentioned it, but the night crew always makes jokes about our, quote, sub-ghost. Although I've stopped being sure that it's actually a joke. Now, hear me out. I'm not saying the subway I work at is haunted, but I'm not saying it's not haunted either. It's open 24-7, so past midnight, just one person stays by themselves until day crew rolls in around 6 (laughs) a.m. This is good. We're getting a lot of history on, like, subway shifts. Like, <laughs> right. Uh, it's, uh, the subway's not haunted. The the bread baker, however, is. <laughs> right. And I always spend at least an hour a night alone, and quite a while with just one other person. Sometimes we hear voices. The music is off. There's only one or two of us, but we can hear people having a conversation. Although it's too quiet to pick out words. The first time I heard voices, I looked at my supervisor and asked if she heard them, too. And she looks me in the eyes and casually says... Yeah, it's the sub-ghosts talking. It sounds like a joke, but now I realize when I'm training a newbie on the late shift, I've given the casual, it's just the sub-ghost response more times than I can remember. There's voices, there's weird crashing noises. Sometimes when no one is in the room, things fall off counters for no discernible reason. Once our owner bought new paper towel auto dispensers to replace the old push dispensers. I was alone right before the graveyard guy came in when I heard a towel dispense. I walked around the corner and everything was quiet. I was about to walk away when another towel came out. Then another. Then another. Finally, it goes full sub-ghost and dispenses the entire roll continuously without stopping. Much like when a cat finds out how to unroll your toilet paper. It only stopped when there was no paper left. No one else was around. But a few days later, the owner switched them back, so we now have the manual paper towel things back. If there is a sub-ghost, she, he's a homie, and I don't really mind. Stupid day crew is oblivious, but us night crew tend to become quite familiar with the sandwich spook, and its presence is, is so consistent or constant. It's a strange night when something isn't explained by sub ghost that the voices have almost become comforting. I don't know I that like I've ever worked too. a food service job where they haven't had that joke. <clears throat> oh, my mom used to, and anything that would happen to her in her house there in Montana, she would always go. Ah, it's Viz, her invisible friend. And there was some weird stuff happen where you're just like, she might be right. <laughs> yeah, we used to say that stuff. Like, so what the, I worked at Starbucks. Stuff used to disappear from Starbucks all the time. That probably was just more crappy employees than actual ghosts. But I don't know for sure. The craziest one my mom had is that one night she woke up in the middle of the night and it was just her and my dad there. 
and every window in their living room was slightly open. Like one was open two inches, the one next to it was open four inches, one next to that six inches. It was the middle of winter in Montana. It's like negative degrees out. Who opened the windows? But who was phoned? <laughs> no, yeah, no, who opened the windows? Like, okay, Dave, did I ever tell you the story? Uh, no. Did I ever tell you my paranormal <laughs> experience story? No. That I thought I had? Okay. So um, it was like I was 17, so I think I was junior in high school. Uh, you had already moved out. It was in that one place uh, by the gas station that we used to live at. Mm-hmm. And um, I was sitting in our living room, and then at the time, Dad and I had the Chandler Joey set up with two armchairs and a giant big screen TV. Right. Um, so I was sitting at the one closest to like right out of the living room is the kitchen, and then right off of that is the bathroom. I'm sitting off the chair closest to that bathroom, and I can kind of see the open door. So I'm sitting which there. Has and I'm watching, which has a mirror in it when you can see. Which has a yeah, which has a mirror in it, which you can sometimes goes translucent, and you can see a guy in there. <laughs> False. Um, <laughs> it's the same story. I, I mean, no. Um, so there, there was a mirror hanging on the back of the door, and there's also a mirror, blah, blah, blah. So <clears throat> I'm sitting in the chair watching Ghost Hunters, and I'm on the phone with a girl, because at that point I had finally figured out how to do that. And uh, yeah, yeah, me 10 years ago had some game. Um, <laughs> also <laughs> so, false. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> um, so, uh, so I'm sitting there, and then suddenly it's the su- it's the summer, I think. Yeah, it's the summer. So um, I'm sitting there, and I'm just watching TV, and then suddenly, kaboom, slam! The door closes like really hard, and then I just hear a crash, and I, I immediately froze, and then I left the house. <laughs> because <laughs> i thought it was a ghost i then came home like two hours later after hanging out at my friend's house went to the bathroom the door still closed so i knew my dad hadn't come home yet so i opened the door and it turns out the mirror on the back of the door had actually just fallen and closed the door shut uh, that even so knocked the mirror off <laughs> oh that's a good question probably faulty craftsmanship <laughs> <laughs> so dad yeah dad probably dad <laughs> uh Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. I was really scared. I also, I also had the same simultaneous thing because I said I was watching Ghost Hunter at the same time and I was just like, it finally happened to me. (laughs) And I gotta run. I I gotta go. I gotta get out of here. I can't can't handle handle it. It is the classic uh, thing too, though, because like we're so desynthesized that I can't talk <laughs> by horror movies. That if something happens while we're watching a horror movie, we'd probably just go. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just freaked out because I'm watching this movie, and then we get killed. Yeah, then murdered. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, there All goes my plans. Sure are rustling and large. <laughs> my plans of falling asleep to horror movies tonight are now scrapped. Oh, I can't yeah. do that. I have to fall asleep to pleasant things. No, I'm planning on watching some Flight of the Concords tonight before I fall That's asleep. A, it's a good one. I just, my, my Facebook status last night was brown paper, white paper. Anybody finish it? Oh, I don't think I can. Stick them together with the tape. The tape of oh, love. The, the tape of love. Oh, that's the one song I always forget about when I they get love the crate and everything. Yeah, they're just looking around like, what just happened? All right. They have a great Jenny song, by the way. You guys should look it up. It's awesome. Oh, yeah, Jenny. Jenny's a yeah. good one. Jenny's a good one. I love those guys. They're so adorable. Is that the, is that the song with the uh, the man with the fork in his leg? Can somebody get the fork out of my leg, please? No, that's... Uh, think... <laughs> no, that... <laughs> uh, all right, you guys. One, yeah. Let me tell you a story about when I was six years old. <laughs> oh, man. Let's go back to more of the paranormal youth of Jenny. <laughs> <laughs> lots of stuff happened to you. Yeah, lots uh, of breaking. And you're telling you're telling them in weird order. Like you should just go chronological sometime. I know. Yeah, Sometimes you're they pulling a, at the same time. You're pulling a Tracy's fragments on us. The Tracy totally. fragments. All right. So this that is movie? back when I was six years old, you guys, all right? All right. I was playing with the kids next door. It was this one afternoon. The lights went out all of a sudden. We were in we were little we were by ourselves since all of our family members were at the hospital with her mom who was suffering from leukemia then. Oh, bombshell. Um, so when the blackout happened, my friends went out, went out of the house to the porch and was doing something I don't remember. And I was at the door looking outside <laughs> when something made me look back into the house. I love that most of these are written like somebody would say them. Like, I, <laughs> yeah, so, this is really, uh, I can't remember what they're doing. Whatever. I don't <laughs> okay. 
So something made me look back inside the house. There were, in the living room was a shadow figure walking around, tall, dark, non and and attractive. <laughs> non recognizable features whatsoever. It was as if somebody was wearing a black whole bodysuit, but not as definite as a real person would be in the room. Wasn't too blurry either, but I noticed it moved around the room like it was looking for something. I actually wasn't scared at that point since I've never seen anything like it. I was just a curious child. But next thing I knew, it went up to the second floor. And I, so I followed it. Why would you follow me? And oh, so yeah, because that's the thing to do. To watch the shadow figure walk around the bedroom again, kind of looking for something. Then it was, then it started moving towards the wall to my right. I remember thinking at that time, oh shit, it's gonna, it's gonna disappear. It's gonna disappear. And sure enough, it vanished through the wall. I forgot about this until I was like around 17. I was watching one of those real ghost stories on TV in Jap- in Japan. The ones where every show sub- where every show every season is before what is an Avon holidays. Anyways. All right. <laughs> I don't know enough about Japanese obviously, even yeah, though me either. it was when I was 6 years old. Right, but um, you, were, you were in Japan, so I was in Japan <laughs> and a guy disappeared through the wall that looked like he was wearing a bodysuit. One guy talked about his own experience of seeing a shadow figure in the hospital where he was confirmed in a where he was confined in for a few months. He mentioned that there was sometimes saw them beside people that were about to die. Chills ran up and down my spine when I heard this. I remember my friend's mom died about a week after I saw the shadow thing, but at least I know that now have my own understanding of what the dark figure I saw might have been either death or the thing that picks you up when you die. Yeah, the death carrier. Uh, Uber's <laughs> coming out with one of those next year. Death Uber. Yeah, death Uber. It also gives you food. Death <laughs> the way, food. The way, that's, the way that's written, though, I just uh, picks me up before you go. <laughs> picks you up when you die. Oh, uh, it's funny. I just watched the Planet Backwards <laughs> episode where they talk about Wham. Oh, Wham. We are not making this a very <laughs> scary episode. <laughs> no, this episode may be one of the funnier things ever. <laughs> All right. My parents were on their honeymoon to Key West. When they arrived at a hotel to check in, they were told that the room that they would be non-smoking. With my dad being a smoker, they requested a different room. They got the room switch and went to the room. It's real. It's real good. (laughs) As they got off the elevator, you gotta you gotta remember to switch rooms if they don't fit your needs, people. This is a cautionary tale. As they got off the elevator, the smell of fresh paint was overwhelming. Down the hall, there was a painter with all necessary supplies laid out around him. It was painting the wall. As my parents walked past him, they casually greeted him, and the painter had absolutely no acknowledgement of their presence. Whatever. When they got to their room, the smell of paint was even worse in there. So bad, it wasn't even bearable, so they decided to go to the front desk to change rooms. When they explained the situation, the attendant looked very confused and informed that there wasn't a scheduled paint job on that floor for the day, but agreed to change the room. My parents go back to their floor to grab their luggage, and the painter is completely gone. All supplies cleaned up, all all and gone within 10 minutes, and the smell of paint was completely gone. At this point, my parents were freaked out, but didn't think much of it, and go to their new room. The next morning, on their way to breakfast, they overhear a tour guide talking to a group. My parents tuned in when the guide mentioned the floor that they were originally supposed to stay on. Apparently, a long time ago, there was a painter on that floor painting and fell down the elevator shaft to his death. Now, my parents don't normally believe in paranormal, but after an event like this, they had no explanation for it. Freaked them out a good bit. It's a real story. Ghost of the painter. There's nothing scarier than a painter and paint fumes. I can't think well, of a worse haunting than paint related. All right. Well, at least though, like, I think I would be more freaked out if I smelled something at the same time I saw something. Like if I just nope. saw something, it's just me on crack or something. But if I right. smelled something with it, I'd be like, okay, that thing might actually be there. Yeah. Smell. Um, smell would be a good indicator. I wonder if he made noise. Like, could they hear the paint being applied to the wall or was he just sight and smell <laughs> I don't know either way <clears throat> alright um, just kind of scanning through some of these stories I think we're going to stop telling these stories because they got kind of away from supernatural and started just oh being... I have a good one Okay. okay it's called what's in the basement 
Mommy told me never to go into the basement, but I wanted to see what was making that noise. It was kind of like a puppy. I wanted to see the puppy, so I opened the basement door and tiptoed down a bit. I didn't see a puppy, and then Mommy yanked me out of the basement and yelled at me. Mommy had never yelled at me before. It made me sad, and I cried. Then Mommy told me to never go in the basement again, and she gave me a cookie. That made me feel better, so I didn't so I didn't ask her why the boy in the basement was making puppy noises or why he didn't have any hands or feet. Whoa. Okay. Ooh, I got one, too. <clears throat> this one's called The Cat Knows It. In my old apartment, my cat would, on occasion, look down at the street from the living room window and start meowing for no apparent reason. Also, on occasion, when I was sleeping in the bedroom, I would wake up to her staring intently at the door. I always wondered why she was hissing for what seemed like no apparent reason. At first, I thought that she was just a, had a lively imagination. I was wrong. One night, I woke up due to my... Due to my cat meowing, but hissing for all not not to my cat meowing, but hissing for all she was worth. <clears throat> and not at the door, she was hissing straight at me. This freaked the the heck out of me. I jumped out of bed, heart pumping with adrenaline. She was still hissing at where the where I had been laying. As I couldn't get any sleep with her hissing, I grabbed her and put her outside the bedroom door. I could still hear her somewhat growling outside the door. This behavior worried me, but I could take care of it. But I could take care of it in the morning, at least. That's what I thought. I couldn't fall asleep at first. My cat's weird trip was unsettling, and I started getting the feeling that I, w I still wasn't alone in the room and had the distinct impression that something was watching me sleep. For God knows how long, I twisted and turned in my bedsheets, trying to rid myself of the feeling. I eventually fell asleep. In the morning, as I woke up, I immediately noticed that my cat had stopped growling outside the door. I opened the door, expecting her to greet me, but no, she was nowhere in sight. I searched the house from top to bottom, but she was still nowhere to be found, as if, as if she had disappeared into thin air. Ooh. Oh, that's that's one of those creepy pastas. It's <laughs> 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 the um, shortest one I could find. <laughs> They're all way too long. Here's one. It's called okay. Mommy's Home. I heard one. A father. I heard one. A father is laying in bed after he's just waking up. He grabs the baby monitor and walks to his desk in his in his office at home. He has his baby on the baby monitor and he, and he hears his wife singing to her. He cracks a, a smile as he hears his wife say, "Go to sleep, go to sleep." When suddenly the front door opens and his wife comes in carrying groceries. Da 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 da. Here's a two sentence terrifyingly creepy horror story. After working a hard day, I came home to see my girlfriend cradling our child. I didn't know which was more frightening, seeing my dead girlfriend and stillborn child or knowing that someone broke into my apartment to place them there. Ah, oh, jeez. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Up. Oh, that's messed up. That's, that's seriously that bad. That's just like, well, how creepy can I be in two sentences? That's, I like this. It's <laughs> Twitter this for horror. five words. You wake okay. up she doesn't. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, no. Um, all right. My, I just found an awesome one, and my computer crashed. Here's another one while you're doing that. The grinning face stared at me from the darkness beyond my bedroom window. I live on the 14th floor. Ah, oh, cool. It's straight like, what's that, what's that vampire movie in California? Buffy the Vampire Slayer? No, uh, Lost Boys. the Lost Boys. Lost Thank Boys, you. Yeah. yeah. Um, I can't find it now because this website doesn't want to work. But it was awesome. Um, it basically was. Uh, I stared at my reflection, which was fine until my reflection blinked back. She asked why I was breathing so heavily. I wasn't. <gasps> <laughs> Uh, let's see. Growing up with cats and dogs, I got used to the sounds of scratching at my door while I slept. Now that I live alone, it is much more unsettling. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> That's not good. Uh, it's been watching me for hours now. Sometimes I catch glimpses of its reflection on the computer screen, but I dare not turn around. Turn around, dude. What's the matter with you? <clears throat> There are so many good ones. They delivered the mannequins in bubble wrap. From the main room, I begin to hear popping. That's messed up. Oh, <laughs> man. I'm still mad that they're trying to make no popping. Oh, 
My sister says that mommy killed her. Mommy says I don't have a sister. What? That is creepy. The ghost sister tells you that mom killed your killed her. Yeah, that's pretty messed up. Well, uh, I can't. This is very disturbing. This is Hannibal Lecter type stuff. The longer I wore it, the more it grew on me. She had such pretty skin. Oh. Yeah, that one. That one hurts. That one is pretty disgusting to to say the least. To behold. <laughs> yes, to behold. Oh man! <clears throat> Trying to find a good one here, but all these creepy pastas are way too long. Do a kind of long one. A kind of long one? Uh, then I have to know it's good or terrible. Well, you can laugh at it. Pretty much anything, that's true. I am. I have a very easy sense of humor. You are correct. All right, somebody else go. I'll find one. All right. I woke up to hear knocking on the glass. At first, I thought it was a window until I heard it coming from the mirror again. <laughs> oh, I can't geez. move, breathe, speak, or hear, and it's so dark all the time. If I knew it would be this lonely, I would have been cremated instead. <laughs> okay, I got one. This one's called... Hotel. Um, After driving a good length of time into the night, a businessman from out of state had decided that it would be best to turn in the turn in for the night. He looked for the nearest exit with a hotel and did his best to keep fatigue from grabbing him and tossing him into a much unwelcome coma behind the wheel. It's very this is written by somebody. Uh, (laughs) Once he got off the freeway, he followed his GPS to the hotel and paid for a single night. He slid his card in and out of the locking mechanism and turned the handle once the light turned green. Sir, is everything okay? The clerk, a a kindly, seemingly sheltered man, called after the businessman as he hurried out the door with a suitcase in hand. Confused but unsure, the clerk decided to go check on the room to make sure it was in order. He entered, but was welcomed by an odd scent. Puzzled, he first picked up some of the complimentary sugar packets, which seemed to have been knocked onto the floor, then stepped over a puddle of colorful vomit on the ground. As he neared the bed, the smell became much more powerful, and its origin soon became quite apparent. Of course, he left in such a hurry. Nobody wants to nobody wants to sleep in a room with a badly discolored and superbly bloated corpse, which has passed beyond anybody's ability to identify its race. This is one of the worst things I've ever re- read in my life. <laughs> yeah, I've kind of lost interest. <laughs> that was... That was five terrible paragraphs. Here, this is uh, like a classic, one of those classic horror stories, um, urban <clears throat> legend type things. <clears throat> my sure. my great grand, excuse me, my great great grandmother, ill for quite some time, finally passed away after lying in a coma for several days. My great great grandfather was devastated beyond belief, as she was this one true love, and they had been married over fifty years. They were married so long, it seemed as if they knew each other's innermost thoughts. After the doctor pronounced her dead, my great-great-grandfather insisted that she was not. They had to literally pry him away from his wife's body so they could ready her for burial. Now, back in those days, they had backyard burial plots and did not drain the body of its fluids. They simply prepared a proper coffin and committed the body in its coffin to its permanent resting place. Throughout this process, my great-great-grandfather protested so fiercely he had to be sedated and put to bed. His wife was buried, and that was that. That night, he woke up to a horrific vision of his wife hysterically trying to scratch her way out of the coffin. He phoned the doctor immediately and begged to have his wife's body exhumed. The doctor refused, but my great-great-grandfather had this nightmare every night for a week, each time frantically begging to have his wife removed from the grave. Finally, the doctor gave in and, together with local authorities, exhumed the body. The coffin was pried open into everyone's horror and amazement. I don't know if amazement is part of this, but... My great-great-grandmother's nails were bent back, and there were bloody scratch marks on the inside of the coffin. That's kind of like that story. I think I told it last year about the true story of, um, I think her name was Octavia Thatcher from Pikeville, Kentucky, where there was like a mosquito or something that was biting people, but it would put you in like a sleep coma. And they thought she was dead. They buried her. And then about a week later... Another guy just sort of falls asleep and never wakes up. But right when they were getting ready to put him into the into the casket, he came to. <coughs> and then they went and exhumed the body of the lady that they buried a week before. And same thing, like the inside of the casket was completely tore up with her trying to get out. 
That's like the lost spider on Lost. Or killed two characters that people hated. So gross. So I would not want to go that way. Okay, here's a good short one. The last thing I saw was my alarm clock flashing 12.07. Before she pushed her long, rotty nails through my chest, her other hand muffling my screams. I sat bolt upright, relieved it was only a dream. But as I saw my alarm clock read 12.06, I heard my closet door creaked open. <laughs> oh, jeez. That's awesome. <clears throat> okay, here's one. It's called Kentucky Ghost Driver. I think it's about uh, uh, the things you need to install to make your printer work. Um, there is an old White House in Woodford Company. Wait, there's an old White House in Woodford County between Lexington and Versailles. To get it, get to it, you have to go out a long, narrow country road. Sometime around nineteen, around the 1950s, a rich man lived in the house by himself. He had a blue 1957 Chevy, and he liked driving at high speeds. It takes a lot of skill to drive that fast on the narrow, curved roads in Kentucky with all the hills around. The man was so into it that he started doing time trials on himself, trying to go fast get a faster time with each attempt there's a blind spot on the road a very sharp curve into one lane into a one lane bridge one day the man came racing and skidding around the corner right into a small school bus needless to say the man and many of the kids were killed his soul was given the ironic punishment of driving from the house to the bridge forever the stipulation being that those are his boundaries the reason was to serve as a constant reminder of his role in the kid's death, making what used to be his pleasure spot a torment-filled reminder in his undeath. According to legend, his spirit can be summoned by driving to the old house and honking your horn three times. That will make the car appear and chase you, trying to crash into you. The only chance to escape at this at that point is to beat the skilled ghost driver, who knows every hill, twist, and turn of the road, back to the scene of the accident, since the ghost can't ca- cross the bridge. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. It's just like a myth somebody made up for no reason. <laughs> here's, a, here's a good one. A girl heard her mom yelling her name from downstairs, so she got up and started to head down. As she got to the bottom of the stairs, her mom pulled her into the room and said, I hear that too. (laughs) That would creep me out. A lot of these have twists like that, where it's just like, that's not me. (laughs) Yeah, you've seen the... (laughs) I want to say somebody did it in a horror movie, like, recently, where, um, let's see if I can find it. Um... It's about the little boy. Okay, I began tucking him into bed, and he tells me, Daddy, check for monsters under my bed. I look underneath and for his amusement, and I see him under, <clears throat> an, another him under the bed, staring back at me, quivering and whispering, Daddy, there's someone on my bed. I, oh. Yeah, I saw that one when I was looking. I just sent you guys a link in the chat. Go ahead and check that out while I talk a little bit. Uh, it's about probably the most horrifying thing to kids, and that is clouds. Oh, I can't watch that. I'm not watching that. <laughs> it's a joke, though. It's not. But I can't watch it because I don't have my audio set up right <laughs> now. It'll oh. play and you guys will hear it. Oh, weird. Yeah. Basically, it's just a cloud walking around scaring people. Did you Did you see that whole thing last year? I think it was here in California, like in Bakersfield, where they were dressing up as clowns but doing messed up things to people they in just, like fucking garages. They just did it again. Uh, did re- they? Yeah, recently. Oh, I just found that one. I said earlier on here, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> the last man on earth thing. Sorry, go ahead. Uh, All right, I'm I'm distracted by Pennywise right now. <laughs> There's one just... that someone put that just says, I was stoned and Taco Bell was closed. That's, that's terrifying. <laughs> How could you live your life? I never go to sleep, but I keep waking up. That's like something I would have said when I was goth. When I was goth. <laughs> That's a hashtag. When I was goth, man. It happens to the best of us as teenagers. Um, all uh, right. I got halfway through your video, and my favorite one is, like, the bro guy that just turns around to the clown. So here's the premise. Spoiler alert. It's a really creepy clown walking up behind people and popping a balloon. The best one is he walks up behind this like bro guy throwing a frisbee, and the kid just like turns around, he's like, "Hey!" and shakes his hand. It's like, yeah, not scary, but some of those are pretty awesome. I like, I like and him I would... cruising around on the little Segway thing, and then just pops a balloon behind the lady. <laughs> just, uh... The one that I saw last year, which was awesome, was he had like a fake body laying in the laying in the 
parking garage. And like these three guys get off the elevator and they're walking in. They look at him because he's dressed as a clown and there's a guy laying there and he takes this big sledgehammer and he just smashes it and the head explodes and blood goes everywhere. And then the clown looks up and just starts running at him. (laughs) (laughs) I like those, uh, they're like Japanese, like prankster things where they put people in an elevator and then they're like, oh yeah, somebody sneaks they, like, out of a little hatch and yep, like a little the girl light from goes the out. ring or something. Yeah, yeah. I saw one where the guy, the guy, somebody beat the crap out of that person. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that they probably stopped after that happened. But uh, uh, I always thought those were pretty cool. Here's a good one. Here's a good one. Nurse's note: Born seven pounds, ten ounces, eighteen inches long, thirty-two fully formed teeth, silent, always smiling. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's. Weird. Yeah. Um, all right. I think that's going to do it for our show. <laughs> we'll, end on that. we'll end on that one. Uh, we have one more Halloween themed episode of which we need to come up with a theme for, and that'll be for next week. Um, do us a favor, head over to the website, click on the banner for entertainment earth, go there, buy some stuff. Uh, again, the website is cool Atomic Yep, the website is atomicheekdom.com. Click the banner, go there, buy some awesome stuff. They still have the Force Friday stuff. You can get the BB-8 app-controlled thing. Um, you might think he's all cute and cuddly. I have a feeling that's a death bot waiting to happen. Yeah, it's the it's the, the son of that thing that they used on Leia in the first movie. Sure, or it's just an evil droid, like in the comic books that I'm reading right now. Uh, I think it would be awesome. I want him to be a good guy. I think it would be hilarious if the cute and cuddly BB-8 is a killer droid sent to kill the rebels. But it'd probably not be. It'll probably be the new Jar Jar Binks, but less annoying. With no lines. Exactly. Well, it's got (laughs) lines. It beeps and howls and whistles just like R2. Well, those aren't lines. Those are wonderfulness. I don't know about that. Anyway, so you (laughs) click on the Entertainment Earth link, buy something cool there from our banner, and that helps us out. You get some awesomeness, and then we get a little bit of help. Um, if you like podcasts, you probably also like books, or you like people reading things to you like we did today, uh, in which case you can head over to audibletrial.com slash Atomic Geekdom and get a free audible audiobook download and 30-day free trial. Over 150,000 titles to choose from. Uh, including the Martian, Hunger Games. Uh, they have they have Lock and Key up now. You can get so. Lock and Key if you want to check those out. Some of the Walking Dead books are on there. Uh, highly recommend you check it out. It's awesome, awesome thing. And you can listen to Ready Player One or Armada. Uh, all kinds of great stuff. AudibleTrial.com slash Atomic for your first free audiobook and 30-day trial. Uh, we have t-shirts on the website. You can check those out there. You go to the Twitter account, at Atomic Geekdom, and let us know what we should be talking about, what we should be reading, what we should be listening to, what we should be watching, all that good stuff. Uh, you can find Danny on Twitter at... Oh, sorry. I zoned out. I was reading more creepy stories. Um, <laughs> at Nick, comma, Daniel. Let's go with that one this time. And Jenny is uh, at... Robbie Art. And Jenny will be covering, uh, not this weekend, but next weekend, uh, a convention. Which one is it? Kamikaze. Kamikaze, yes. The Halloween weekend. Yes. And then the week. It's going to be awesome because there's a Flash Gordon panel. Oh. Oh, there you go. I will be at Wizard World, Louisville, Kentucky, the weekend of the 8th. And. It'll be pretty much an all Arrow panel. Uh, all the people from Arrow are there, so that'll be pretty sweet. So we'll have coverage of that. I will be doing some periscoping from down there. Um, if Jenny doesn't do any at Kamikaze, that'll be the first time we do some periscoping. So she'll be able to see how it works <laughs> since she hasn't yeah. tried it out yet. It's it's pretty simple and pretty awesome, I think. So uh, be on the lookout on that on Twitter. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Periscope. Same thing as Twitter at Atomic Geekdom. Uh, the email address is info at, uh, gmail, um, excuse me, info at AtomicGeekdom.com. We're on Instagram, Facebook, Google Plus, Stitcher, iTunes. Subscribe on iTunes. 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 Subscribe on iTunes and leave a review. That would be very welcome. All right. So that's Halloween for this week. Next week. I don't know what we have for you yet, but it'll be Halloween-y. It'll be be spooky. You you talked over my Halloween-y line. Oh, well, maybe that's a good thing. (laughs) Snap. You're mean. 
It's just okay. Anyway, so those are ghost stories. Uh, kids, don't play with Ouija boards. It's just bad business. Don't do it. Yeah, we don't want to give those Mattel guys any more money. Right. And yes. Okay. So that's it for us. We will see you all next week. Peace out. Rock on. All that jazz. Yes.